Now we're joined by a poet, writer, performer, multimedia digital designer, Gabelo Mukwena, who joins us on the line this evening. Hello, Gabelo. Thank you so much for joining us on Night Talk. Hi, hello, hello. And how goes it? I'm very good. I'm very good. And yourself? Good, good, good. So you've got quite an interesting number of titles, professions, interests. <laughs> so poet, writer, performer, and multimedia digital designer. Um, but yeah. more than that, you, you are also a teacher by profession. Yeah, I'm a teacher by profession. So how did all of this happen? Did you always, which one did you know you wanted to do first? Uh, okay, I can say the first one, it was, okay, let me just greet you and all the listeners firstly, and thank you very much for the opportunity. Hmm. And uh, what came first for me, it was being a poet. Basically, we went out on a camp one day, and when we got to that camp, they told us, hey, write something down that you have pain about. And so I wrote about my absent father. After writing about it, I felt like the light, the 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 burden went light upon my shoulders. Mm. After I realized that, you know, writing my emotions on a piece of paper can be therapeutic, then I started to learn, wow, there's actually poetry and people actually do recite poetry. And since I always loved to be a stage person, I said, let me try it out. And then I recited a couple of my poems and people were really into them and they told me that I should produce more. So they pushed me even further. Then after high school, I followed teaching simply because I was, my role models are my teachers from my high school. So mm. I told myself I want to continue and do teaching. What about your your teachers was so impactful that then made you think, actually, this is the thing I want to spend some of my life doing? What was so important? With, with What was the impact they left on you? Uh, okay. Um, a, a short background story is that I was a very troublesome boy and my mother always had undressed when it came to me. Mm-hmm. And in grade four... Was well, she I always being called in? <laughs> yeah. Were you one of those like kids? Yeah, I was one of those kids. Okay. And so uh, when I was doing grade four, I got caught. Bear uh, in mind, I was number one. I was topping my class. But then uh, in grade four, I got caught with a porn magazine in school. And then I was really afraid of what's going to happen thereafter. And mm. then my parents met. My mom met with my teachers. I don't know what went down. And when I got home, my mom didn't say anything until the end of the year. I get my progress report. The results say I passed. But the statement says I'm doing grade four once again the following year. So as young as I was then, I started to change from then because then I started to understand the communication that went down between my mom and my teachers. And then I started to be this introvert now in class because all of my friends had progressed to the next grade and then I was with these new kids. Mm. And from that moment, then I received a lot of criticism and then that's when my teachers came in and they played a huge role in encouraging me and telling me that what happened is not the end of the world, I'll pull through. And yeah, so that's where the inspiration came from. And then I realized I also want to do motivational speaking as well. So I started talking back to other young people and I've got a very busy Facebook page there with motivation. Mm. So in terms of speaking to young people, what do you think, so so from from your conversation, because obviously you're talking, but also they're talking back to you. And what do you think is, 
I guess the thing that is the most important that perhaps some of us who aren't as young as they are anymore need to understand or need to hear, especially when it comes to, for instance, youth who might be considered, you know, to be troublesome. So if you were the kid who is at the top of their class, but is, uh, you know, you're considered a troublemaker or whatever. What are the things which, from your work, are, are quite important for young people, which perhaps we're not hearing? Okay, one of the biggest uh, things that I could say it's important is about the background as well. At times we see children acting up and we only see that as end results. We really do not know what is the cause of that. Mm. So for me, I would say that the reason I actually became, I was a naughty child, it's because I was staying with my mom. It was always me and my mom. So I, I, I grew up sort of like alone. I didn't have a brother to fight with or a sister to fight with or anything like that. I was always alone. So when I went out in the morning to go to school, I wanted attention. And mm. one of the biggest ways to get that attention... Is to was, be naughty. Yeah, always doing that, doing that. So now people get to see the end results, but they do not know the cause of the matter. And now I think if we actually try to look beyond that, to try to look beyond the symptoms, we'll be able to go and see, oh man, the, the child is doing this because there's actually nobody listening to them or nobody gives them the necessary attention that they need. Mm. Joined on the line by a man of many talents, Gabilo Mugwena. He is a poet, he's a writer, he's a teacher by profession, uh, he's a performer and a multimedia digital designer. And he joins us as the second South African doing great things and if you'd like to chat to him it's 021-446-0567-011-883-0702 you can also sms us on 31702 and 31567 as well as hit us up on whatsapp on 063-873-3032 now on to the non-profit organization you then founded um, yeah. called Sisonge uh, and yeah. that also merges your teaching profession but also with the art so tell us about the work Sisonke does. Yeah, very much so. Um, it's Sisonke Youth Club, officially registered on the 29th of February this year. And basically what we do in Sisonke, we run motivations. But not only that, where art comes in is that we want to discover talent from high school level because we actually believe that uh, we 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 show as if education is the only key to success. Mm. Yet, when you get in your car, you play music by you know somebody else. When you get home, when you want to relax, you watch a movie, and all of that, all of those things, they are art. And what you wear in the morning, it's somebody else's design. It's part of art as well. So now we believe that art is also it should be prioritized. There's, there's a seminar that I attended, a leadership seminar. Basically, what they were saying, they said for you to be successful. You need to provide a service that is needed in the community. And then I started to raise my hand and ask, Dore, what if I want to provide something that has to do with art and then art is not a need? Then I was corrected. The person who answered me, which was Bonsai Shongwe, one of the motivational speakers, he said to me that, no, prioritize it as a need because then you realize how much it is needed. It's part of life. It's our way of living. What we do in the morning when you're sad, you sing a song. When you do this, you do that. It's part of art. When you wear a certain handmade bracelet, All of that is art. You know, Mm. there are galleries, paintings, all of that. So now what we do in our organization, we go to school, we mentor the talent that is there because now we also believe in public schools, 
these kids, when they want to go and become presenters, they want to go audition, they are not as good as they can be because they have not received mentorship. So that's what we did. We've mentored kids in public speaking. We've produced uh, national best of debaters. We are currently dealing with Nzanzi Spelling Bee, whereby we are mentoring kids for spelling and, you know, to make sure that when they go for the competitions, which are about to start next month, they'll be good and ready. So that's what we do. We run a, a motivation program. And we're hoping that one day we'll be able to offer it as an accredited thing because we believe in the educational system, at the end of the year, the child gets a report that says, this is how you've done in your physical sciences, in your meds. Mm-hmm. But what about your singing? What about the way you're able to act? What about the way you're able to do this and that? There's no progress report on that. And which is also a way of saying kids, they should also take it seriously themselves and our community as well. They should also take it seriously because we'll always say, well, if, it, if you do not have an office, you do not work. That's what we're saying. That's our mentality. Yes. But then we celebrate, celebrate when they are big. We do not want to mentor them when they are small. Mm, so nurturing uh, the creative skills, the design skills, the stuff that yeah. might not be perhaps, you know, what we consider to be work, but is actually valuable uh, valuable yeah, yeah. work. And and, yeah. and, and, and where, is, um, the, 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 where is the club? Where is it working? Okay, the club is in Kwakwa, which is in Free State, mm-hmm. and we are currently working with six schools, and in these six schools we have uh, six assemblies, because each and every school we have an arrangement to meet at an assembly. So it's two on Monday, two on Wednesday, and then two on Friday. So as a team, we split. When we get there in the morning, basically what we do is that there'll be one person who'll be sharing a word of motivation. After the word of motivation, we'll also be bringing someone who'll be sharing a, who will be showcasing a talent they have. This is where we involve people from our local, our community, the one that we know he's good in poetry, this one is good in what. We also introduce them to the kids and showing them we want to boast talent, uh, to boost it. And then what we also do is that we get kids to prepare themselves for the following assembly that they also come and present something and then we capture it as well. So the bigger idea is that we be able to finance these kids to go to auditions when opportunities come because one of the biggest problems is Kwakwa is relatively a rural area mm-hmm. and now you get to find there are opportunities like auditions for idols but trouble is how do we get there how do you provide for them things like that so now we want to discover this talent as soon as we've discovered it and mentored it we want to take it to the rightful people and expose it to them